the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hi there, this is Jim Haran, the Keys bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. It is June 23rd, Tuesday, we uh, started this wild journey of the podcast about three years ago, a little over three, three years ago, 38 months, and we're still going. Um, COVID-19 be damned. The name of this episode is, it's Florida, stupid. Now, you could say it three different ways. You could say, it's Florida stupid, with apostrophe, after Florida, and then stupid. Or you could say, it's Florida stupid, meaning, that's pretty stupid, that's Florida stupid, okay? But, the answer to that is Florida stupid. Who's number one in new uh, COVID-19 cases? It's Florida. And as the president would say, it's because... It's one thing. It's because of all the fucking testing. If we didn't do all the testing, we wouldn't have all these cases. Matter of fact, if they stopped testing altogether, we wouldn't have any new cases. And we'd be zero cases. Zero cases right now without testing. According to that logic, that's all I can say there. And that's Florida stupid. And we are kicking and screaming. As some people say, how, how Jim, how do you think this is all going to turn out? Well, we're going to get to the other side of this, no matter what. This is going to be over eventually. And the best way, probably the best way is to try to make it as less painful as possible. And a lot of experts have been saying for a long time to maintain smart strategies such as social distancing and wearing masks when in public. And People have built whole sciences around why masks are bad, why you shouldn't wear a mask, why it's going to be worse with a mask. Um, but they they stay away from that idea. It's like it's mainly for the other person and things like that. When they, when people argue about the mask, it's more about them being uncomfortable, finding it hard to breathe breathing in the same air. You know, if I had to breathe in your breath, I'd probably have a hard time with it too. I understand. But, you know, just think of it. The first time people were required to wear shoes, when, they, when shoes were developed, right? And then it was kind of like cell phones, right? Not everyone has shoes. Hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago, you know, they started putting pieces of... Uh, making the fashion them into shoes and then taking um, 
animal hides, stitching them together, making shoes, sandals, and things like that. And then after a while, once everyone got them, they required people to wear shoes. You know, eventually there was a time when there was probably a time where some people didn't wear shoes and some people wore shoes and some people weren't going to wear shoes. And, and I guess shoe, shoe wearing became a sign of your social status. You know, if you don't have shoes, I have shoes, you know, and things like that. But at a certain time when everyone had shoes, they required shoes as they do shirts for people to come in to their establishments. And I'm sure there's a lot of places where people come from like down here in Florida, there's certain groups of people that don't like to put on shirts. You, all you have to do is watch an old episode of Cops. You know, you go to a trailer park. A lot of people in trailer parks, for some reason, don't like wearing shirts or shoes. And sometimes not even pants. There's a lot of that when they're chasing naked guys around and stuff like that. Just the way it is. But, you know become accepted not not everyone there's no big movement out there to you know give you freedom not to wear a shirt and you know what it is inconvenient sometimes to wear a shirt it's hot outside years ago it's crazy people talking about fucking masks how uncomfortable they are how inconvenient they are how they mess up their makeup years ago if you weren't a working man you were a businessman, regular businessman, shopkeeper, whatever. And the height is what, 90 degrees today in Key Largo. 80% humidity, 90% humidity. They used to wear linen suits with hats. They used to wear linen suits with hats, and the women would wear dresses and stuff. Sometimes, you know, sleeveless became a thing eventually, but they would wear dresses and hats and stuff like that. It was very, very uncomfortable. But that was what they did in polite society. And they did that for decorum. They wore those clothes for decorum's sake. Now it's a public health crisis and you're arguing over it. It is not making people more sick. You're wearing a mask does not promote someone else getting sick. You know, we can argue any way to that, you know, it's hard for me to breathe. I have this, this problem. But my God, if you can't breathe through a cloth mask, I don't know how, how you make it out there. And if you have a hard time breathing, maybe you should be concerned about this thing because it's going to get you. And in the state, there's an 88% increase in cases. We're approaching 100,000 in Florida. If we're not passing that today, Monroe County reinstituted everyone wearing a mask. Eventually, they may require all public pace, uh, places because Miami's, uh, you, the municipalities county are starting to get the idea that perhaps people should be wearing them in public and they're figuring out different ways of encouraging people to wear masks because you can't it's not working telling people something like you know what it's a considerate thing to do you could be asymptomatic and not have it and you know, and everyone says, well, I don't want to listen to the show, Jim. I don't want to listen more about COVID-19 and stuff like that. Well, that's what we got to deal with as a bartender right now. It's not about a margarita or salt. We're not getting arguments with the, how to make a margarita, how to make a, a rum runner, 
what's the best martini. We're getting arguments with people that come in, run up to a table and say, well, listen, I know I don't need a mask when I'm sitting and eating. Can I sit down and eat? I make it a point right now. I hate to say it. If you're trying to do that tactic, I'm going to nip that in the bud. I say you have to go to your car and get it. And then don't leave and not come back. I understand that. And I understand we're losing business. But I'm standing on principle. You know, not... I don't worry about them breathing on me. I worry them breathing on other people. And if they're going to keep on trying to do that, you know, see if they can walk in with a group of people. You have eight people here in Florida at this point in time. Everyone knows the controversy about it. You better, in Monroe County, most places are enforcing it. I'm not one to call people out and stuff like that. But when you're enforcing it, you're enforcing good hygiene laws. You're trying to keep your people safe. I understand you want to make your political point. Well, you get together with your friends, get a bunch of flags and that are made in China. You know, you go on a boat, celebrate the birthday of President Bonesmer. You know, just, you can go and do that. There's your point. You don't have to make your point with your there's health repercussions. We get it. You died for the guy. He's a saint. He's brilliant. He's such a great businessman. Able to convert hundreds of million dollars in gambling assets into bankruptcies. You know, Trump University. All these things. Don't do it with the mask. Do that. Go and get your mask. Go and get your Trump mask. Buy your Trump face mask. There you go. Buy your MAGA face mask on it. So I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it, but I'm supporting the president while I'm wearing it. I'm not one of those people that are wearing it just to protect people. I'm doing it to support the president. Because I have to. not afraid, just like all the people that didn't go to the Tulsa rally, you know? Yeah, some people may have reserved some tickets, but there was nobody in the overflow. There was just not that many people. They could have showed up. They could have showed up at the outside. They just didn't come. There was no one there. And if they had been at the overflow, they would have invited them directly into the... I bet a bunch of the people that were in inside there, supposedly there was a bunch of actors and stuff like that to hire people to for $150 a day to come in there. So that's how they get their rallies together nowadays. But I am done with that, but I will get on to a little conspiracy theories coming up because I've been finding that conspiracy theories may be the way to go for a career direction for me because they're very easy. Before I do that, I want to thank uh, some of our regulars, uh, like Ralph and Eva of Moorestown, Indiana. They're the owners of Ralph and Eva's Public House, a nice bar and restaurant in Moorestown, Indiana. And also, very good listeners here, Carol and Charles. Carol and Charles, they're from Milwaukee. 
and nearby is the Foundation Bar in Milwaukee. And it's a very cool place. Both of them are very cool places. In Milwaukee, this is a tiki bar. You'll find drinks like, uh, you know, certain rum punches and a blue Hawaiian and all these tiki drinks that you might expect to find here. It's funny, they do have those places down here. A couple of places like that, but the but the I mean they I mean I wouldn't even why even try to become a tiki bar after you see Charles and Carol's place because that is the quintessential tiki bar. And it, there's no place down here that I've seen that's like it. Tiki bars seem to really thrive in places that are untiki like, like Milwaukee. But if you go there, it sounds it looks like you'd be transported. Now, uh, someday I'd like to make my way there and uh, do a podcast from there, and also from Ralph and Amy's public house, which looks like a really cool old school tavern. And uh, someday I will. Well, there was a new another couple I want to say hello to. It's uh, Simi and Alex. They're from Bacal, uh, um, from Miami. And they came in last night to the bar. And they were present. I don't think they were present for it, but there was another couple that was present. But they heard a lot of the things I had to say, uh, the people. Alec, um, Alex and Simi. Very nice-looking couple. Um, hopefully they'll enjoy the show. I told them, you know, it's not always home runs here podcast but we try as we may but there's another couple and they're known in the neighborhood they're known in Key Largo so I'm not going to mention their names and if you live in the town you'll know who they are but um, they don't make they're not shy about making their views known so the people that know who they are it's no news to them the people that don't know who they are still don't know who they are but they're going to know what they talk about and they're, uh, they're a white couple. They're not married. Uh, she's in her 60s. He's in her 70s. She may be in her early 60s, maybe late 50s. I see. Hmm, hope she doesn't hear this. Maybe late 50s. Let's say late 50s. He's just turned 70. Um, he is a follower of a religion that was founded in Jamaica. And it's really big among listeners or uh, purveyors of reggae music. And he trusts no politicians, and he insists he has not voted in 30 years. And he has a particular aversion for the Clintons. Yes, he just hates, he just hates them, detests them. He has a real, like a personal hatred for the Clintons, as if he was slighted by Bill, or Bill slept with a girl he or Hillary rejected him. I don't know. But he's very interesting. He suggests that he's non-political, but he seems to have reserved most of his hatred for more progressive and liberal politicians. And his girlfriend, I'm not going to say her name, she's kind of a pseudo-progressive, and her views are very uh, liberal and kind of unusual. I, I didn't even have to say it's just unusual. And they can go on and talk to each other for hours and not really listen to each other. She'll go and throw out some uh, trope that has to do with some progressive or liberal uh, issue and 
Jimmy will come out and say something kind of outrageous, and he he does sometimes. I guess he hides behind the protection of age to say some things. We were watching NASCAR, and he uh, this is where all things started. And there was another couple, and I had no idea where they're from, but they were laughing when they heard that. And so Jimmy, oh no, so me referring to myself. This other couple comes in, the one that had some political discussions. They sit down, and I have, and he asked for me to put NASCAR on. And I said, I, uh, I have NASCAR on. I was watching it. It was a commercial. And he goes, um, you know, there's no reason why you can't put on NASCAR. And I said, well, I said, I did put on NASCAR. There's, if you could just wait a moment, it would be back on. And, and then all of a sudden, there was a symbol that said for supported by NASCAR or something like that. And he wasn't paying attention. So he started complaining. He goes, well, I can watch Cornhole Championship or whatever it is you're watching. What is it? It's soccer. I see you have soccer on over there. And I said to him, you notice soccer on's over here and over here it's in commercial. So I'm not watching that station that's over there on this other television. He goes, oh, yeah. So finally, they come back to the race. And he goes, oh, okay. And I said, okay. Then he gets into his thing. So Patty says something, and he starts yelling and stuff like that. And then he says, the checkered flag was originally used by the Masons, taken by the Masons, and they were blah, 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 blah. And I know where it's going to go and stuff like that. He'll talk, start talking about his religious beliefs and all that stuff and how all people are liars and all these different groups are, are he's usually saying the progressive groups are really hateful and all that stuff. But he doesn't really save any of this stuff for any reactionary groups, like white supremacists and things like that. But that's not what it is. So after he mentioned the Masons and went into this thing, I said, oh, yeah, and the Rothschilds. And he looked at me. He goes, you got that right. They're, they, uh, they're involved in it. So I, I mentioned that. I mentioned the Queen of England. Um, I didn't get around because I stole that completely from so I married an axe murderer. So Mike Myers film, and his father mentioned it. Pentaveret, which was the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Queen. I forget that maybe Colonel Sanders before he went tits up, and maybe the Pope. I don't know. He called it the Pentaveret. I wanted to say the Pentaveret. I Jimmy cut me off, and so. He says uh, something about space. Now, Jimmy is a flat earther. He's one of those people I talk about that is, believes that the earth is flat. And he mentions space. And I said, it's not real. Space, he goes, what's not real? Space isn't real. It's just a projection. And I didn't say by who and stuff like that. And he says, hey, I think you're getting it. Like this, he thinks, well, he's considering it. I'm going, wow, this is really easy. And then I go, and the Lindbergh baby didn't die. He's alive and well. And it's Woody Allen. That's his name today, Woody Allen. And he's looking at me. <laughs> and he's not thinking. And then I said, and World War One didn't happen. That is why World War Two was really World War One. And the next war we have that's big will be World War Three. World War War Two. I got all confused there because you gotta be careful when you're creating conspiracy theories. 
So he's looking at me again. He goes, my uncle fought in World War One. He was a Marine. And I'm going like, oh, well, there you go. Convenient. You have something you believe in. And then I said to him, can I talk to him? You know, <coughs> knowing full well he would be 118 years old if, with him, if he was a young soldier. 120, 100, I guess, wait. He'd have to be 120 years old. That fought a little bit in World War One, around 120. <coughs> so, and then, no, and then it's not a given that it wasn't. But I, after that, I just thought, wow, how long can conspiracy theories go? Would they come out like it's just, it's just a gimmick? People have these shows, and they they go on the um, whatever news source. And whatever you need to debunk, like nowadays, we thought with the advent of the internet, everyone had internet, they had information at their fingertips, and everyone would be smarter for it. Now, let that sink in. Everyone would be smarter for it because even the most far flung places, if they had internet connection, could have access to the world's information, the best information there are. There are um, master classes, they call them, or, you know, Harvard, free Harvard classes online. All these things that can make you a smarter person. But <coughs> conspiracy theories have unique, unique composition. First of all, let me give you the worst one. Um, you can take a very complex idea with conspiracy theories and make it surmisable, being able to wrap your whole head around the idea that the reason why you don't have to think about water not staying in place if the earth is round, if the world's round, how come the water's not just pouring away from us, you know, isn't there just going to one side, they don't up and down and all that stuff, they don't understand that up and down is a function of gravity, away from gravity wells, meaning <coughs> all force goes towards the center on masses of planets. But um, the flat earthers, let's say the flat earth itself, just give you the same same thing. It's just, the earth is flat. It makes perfect sense. That's it. That's the reason it all works. Works is flat, but they don't talk about gravity either. Like gravity is just a token force. It's not generated by any the universe is forces. There's four strong forces. One's gravity. The other's electromagnetic. One's strong uh, atomic nuclear force. And one's weak nuclear force. And I think it's four main forces in the universe. <coughs> and try to explain that to someone. There's some people that need to have their stories tied up tightly. Neatly. God created the world in a week. Rested on the seventh day, six days, you know, rested on the seventh day. Very understandable to them. Poof. Just created. Each day he did it. It's no problem. Where did God come from? He always existed. Always was, always will be. Uh, no, one, no one created. There was no beginning or no end. It's, it's somewhat difficult for scientists to explain the beginning of time, but they have 
it's much more complex. So what conspiracy theorists, when they come up with their alternate reasons for things to occur. Like 9-11 didn't happen. Uh, the Israelis did it. The U.S. government did it. Uh, Newtown. The most heinous of uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, that's uh, with uh, the children. Were, you know, they were all actors. No one died. And this thing, that, you know. So that was fake, but not all the other mass shootings were fake. They just made, you know, there's, it's a red, I think they call it a red flag event. But what conspiracies you believe in pretty much tell you what what your bent are is. I mean, there's conspiracy theories from the right and the left, and there's the ones that, if you look at the motivations that people have and stuff like that, who are the people in power? What motivations do they have to have it? Um, does it make sense? It's not always correct. Sometimes. They may be interested in a certain outcome, but they didn't necessarily come up with the plan for it. So COVID-19 as a means of the government getting control of you, it's a worldwide event. Are you, I mean, unless you bring it out to the United Nations trying to do it. I mean, to say the U.S. government or say Democrats are using it or created it or, you know, Yes, it could have been, and it certainly could have been, and most likely is carelessness of, uh, of, of China not to be able to alert people and raise the red flag right away to say that, hey, we have something going on here. Uh, please be on the lookout. Uh, we're addressing it as quickly as possible. Whether it was in their lab that got out or whether it was one in their, in their wet markets, it really doesn't matter, but we have the opportunity. Here we are back in but the great conspiracy theories of it. Um, uh, there's uh, the one, uh, the multiple shooters for Kennedy. There is the moon landing. That was good. I was, I had someone in the same political bent as me, and uh, he, he did not believe in the moon landing. And I tried to explain that um, the confirmation for the moon landing was given by our enemies at the time, which was the Soviet Union and Red China, that we, um, you know, they, they admitted that we did make that achievement of landing a man and returning from the moon. So why, why would they do it if they had everything to gain to deny? But they pretty much have to say they could they they view the conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory theories just as crazy as the rest of us they're saying they're not even they're not even trying to feed it they could have fed it but they didn't feed it you know it's just like when you hear those crazy things and think of a conspiracy theory um, I'll treat it as a um, the guy one of the shows one of the daytime Ori Povich show or uh, Sally Jesse Raphael uh, what is the new shows now I don't know but it's uh, when you have a woman having a paternity test done to find a father of a child she has 
and she'll sit there and she'll say, I know it was so-and-so. Uh, he was the only one that I had sex with. And she'll have done it twice before and said that. And they'll do the test and say, nope, it wasn't the one. It wasn't the one. I th at that point, I think that crosses a conspiracy or not. You know, that, them knowing that there's going to be two paternity tests, knowing that it's probably not going to be that guy, or there's one in 15 or 20 chance that it's that one particular guy and acting like they're certain. Um, I think they're certain when they bring people on because it makes really great television that the person isn't their father, the father of the child, and that it's just great television for her to start crying and be acting like she is uh, accursed by science. But it is great. I, it should, it's such a great idea to do. Alex Jones does it. Come up with these theories, and they're all on the left too. I would be on the left with that, but I just, I just have a hard time not giving the facts. I don't. I don't like to get my source, uh, my information from one source. I think. I think it through. There are certain people, um, friends of mine, listen to one network, but they don't listen to certain people on that network because they say those people are troublemakers or they're gadflies or whatever that is, the people that go by facts. So um, a conspiracy is a conspiracy, and you can just set, set it up. You just set it up, and a conspiracy is like gossip. If you don't know exactly what went on, if you so-and-so looks like she's putting on a little weight, maybe she's pregnant. Right? No. Maybe you should just go up to him and say, hey, listen, how you doing? Boom. Got anything to tell us? Nope. Okay. No confirmation there. Don't know if she's pregnant or not. It's easy enough. And if they don't say it, eventually when they give the kid, you know, if they're one of those people that you know, go to the bathroom one day and all of a sudden, you know, plop. Oh, I was pregnant. Well, then what's, you know, there's not, what's the worst thing that happened? You didn't have to have a baby shower, you know? And they're going to have an interesting story to tell. Their, their children say, oh, yeah, my mom didn't even know her. She had me until she gave birth. Really? Yeah. It happens every so often. Especially here in Florida. Florida's big for that. And hopefully we're not going to be leading the country in cases for much longer. I would really appreciate if they did. I don't want uh, I don't want to be known for that. And I do believe this is going to be over on Sunday. Um, we will or we won't be wearing masks in the future. Maybe it'll be thing that will be strongly urged just like they, you know, we asked we wondered why when you looked over at Japan and China that so many people were wearing masks now we might know that whenever uh, flu starts flaring up in, in China where it's you know, very densely populated they have three times, they're about the size of the United States 
and they have more than three times the population. So, yeah, they got a bunch of cities. They got multitudes of cities, over a million people. And as soon as there's a flu outbreak and stuff like that, maybe they all mask up. And what's wrong with that? You know, some of these things we don't know. We just don't know. We're not we're not epidemiologists. So uh, do things that are least painful. The most painful thing is being on a ventilator, I expect, and losing a loved one. What you can do, the less painful thing, is staying six feet around people you don't live with. You know, don't shake hands. If you accidentally do shake hands, go and wash your hands right away. It's not an insult to that person. And suggest to that person maybe they should wash their hands too. Um, I tell people after that. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It could be one of those people that have no symptoms. That's called asymptomatic. It doesn't mean you're asymptomatic just because you don't show any symptoms. You have to have, I, I believe you have to have it to be asymptomatic. Because everyone's asymptomatic until they're sick. So, <clears throat> if you use that measure, I, I, my measure is you're infected, but you're not showing any of the symptoms. And that's the thing you're most worried about. So forget about the conspiracy theories. Just think about being kind to people that you don't want to get sick. And if you're mean-spirited and you don't give a fuck at yourself, it's just tell you people that you're mean-spirited, you don't give a fuck about people. And that's the way it is. I don't want to wear a mask. It's inconvenient to me. Right? Oh, I don't want to mess up my makeup. I spend a lot of time on my makeup. And I want people to see me. I don't want to wear a mask. Fuck it. Wear the fucking mask. And you don't have to smile about it. You don't have to like it. Maybe you shouldn't be so pissed off about it. If you weren't so pissed off about it, maybe you'd eventually get used to it. It's no big deal. You know? So, this is uh, Jim the Keys bartender. I'll be trying to do a live show tomorrow with uh, Papa Joe. Uh, maybe do two, sh- two live shows. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to thank whoever my listeners in L.A. are. I appreciate that. And Washington, Virginia. And Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, Orstown, Indiana. Um, Boston, Massachusetts. Philadelphia. Are you hearing me, Philadelphia? Let's see. So, uh, thank you very much. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, and before you get... Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, subscribe. Bye.